This is Rethinking Mobility, a podcast brought to you by NetExpat. Through this podcast, we will talk with key influencers in the global mobility and talent management space on trends and innovation in the ever-changing global mobility landscape. Listen in each month to hear new perspectives from an industry decision maker and how their organization is rethinking mobility. So hello and welcome to our latest episode of Rethinking Mobility. I'm Siobhan Cummins, and I'm a member of the global advisory team at NetExpat and your host for our podcast today. For those of you who are not so familiar with NetExpat, we're a global leader in partner assistance and intercultural solutions. So if you'd like to know a little bit more about us, do check us out on, on our website. So the aim of our podcast is to enable us at NetExpat to talk with key influencers in the global mobility, HR and talent management space on the trends and innovations that they see in the workplace and how these impact their organizations and their employees. So businesses and employees are all having to adapt to new ways of doing things as a result of digitalization. And Continental, the large German automotive manufacturing company is no exception and has been very busy with HR digitalization. So I'm delighted to welcome my guest today, Yunus Akaltan, Eunice is the HR manager for the Middle East and North Africa for the tyre division of Continental based in Dubai. And Eunice recently presented at one of our network meetings and his session was very well received. So we invited him along to join us on this podcast to share his thoughts on the digitalization of HR. Eunice, many thanks for joining us today. And perhaps we can start off by asking you to tell us a little bit more about yourself and your role at Continental um, and maybe how you find living in Dubai. Thank you very much. First of all, it's a pleasure uh, for me to be a part of this podcast and really very excited about it. Um, I've been with Conti since um, five years now and currently I'm, as you said, the HR manager for Middle East and North Africa um, and working in the tire division. And I've been in Dubai for the last uh, 10 months. It's a very challenging environment uh, to do HR, especially, to be honest. Um, But at the same time, it's a very exciting place to be too. Um, Many parts of the HR here are very different compared to the rest of the world, but that makes it quite interesting and quite enjoyable as well. Well, that sounds great. And um, we're looking forward to, you know, hearing more about your transformation journey um, at Continental. So, so Eunice, the digital age has, has really only just begun um, and we're already seeing changes in the way we work. So do you think digitalization is a mega trend and a real disruptor to business or is it just another buzzword? You know, it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts having been through um, transformation at um, Continental. I think digitalization is is definitely a mega trend. It's um, at the same time it's a little bit misunderstood these days um, because I believe that the, the word is has the word has been abused um, a little bit too much. So that's why it also started to lose its meaning. Um, but if you look at the digitalization, it's the digitalization is not happening only today or it didn't start two years ago. It has been a process that has started all the way to the beginning of 19s when we first started to use computers very actively in the work 
places. Um, but what is happening in the last um, a few years is basically um, it is not only affecting the way um, how we do basic simple tasks. It started to to create new business models. It started to create new business processes. Um, it started to create a new way of work which has not been possible before. And all of these things happening at the same time with an incredible speed, of course, suddenly made digitalization very important and um, quite central in terms of, of the change management of the companies as well. Um, it, this has been also within Continental, of, of course, addressed on a um, very high level as well. Um, and we are doing uh, many activities in order to transfer, uh, transform our uh, organization for the, for the next um, stage in the business um, life, let's say. Um, but at the same time, I do believe there is still a lot to learn and there is still a lot to do in, in this area. And, and um, from your experience, um, you know, particularly having gone through this in Continental, who, who do you think should lead the digital transformation in an organization? Um, you know, is, is that HR or is it the business? Um, you know, perhaps you've got some thoughts on that. I think the big part of digital digital transformation is um, actually not only related to the, the processes or the, the way of working. It is mostly a mindset change. Um, we have to bring this new mindset of doing things differently that has not been maybe even dreamt before. And this kind of mindset change cannot be done by only from IT or only from, from the business as well, or only from I, uh, HR to in my opinion hr should be in the lead but of course getting a lot of support and a lot of um, um direction from the business side so so the leaders has to really own it but embracing a digital mindset and creating this this behavioral change is, is definitely a topic of hr and in the organizations that hr is not really involved heavily this kind of transformation cannot be really uh, realized. And in Conti, digitalization is a topic of, of, um, of course, the whole company. But what we, when we look at the, who is sitting in, in the leader, uh, in the leading seat, we also see that HR is there. And I think this is the right approach. Okay. And, and you know, HR is having to get used to, you know, very different ways of working and questioning the status quo so that they add more value to the business. So uh, how do you see their role in, in the whole digitalization process? I think the most important role of HR is definitely upskilling, reskilling the employees um, with the digital skills, but in the meantime, preparing this mindset change, this behavioral change um, that we require. Digitalization requires us not only gain some specific skills, it requires us to be really agile in terms of learning. So learning agility is becoming the most important skill in the business because the digital tools that we are using or digital models that we are using today may not necessarily be relevant two years later. The work that we are doing today, we might know it perfectly in terms of a hard skill perspective, but that job may not be relevant two years later as well. So we are going into a world where constant learning is, is a part of our daily lives. And under this kind of circumstances, you look for individuals who are really agile in terms of learning, as well as who have this mindset of embracing change. And HR is quite important to first remove the barriers of resistance to, to change, but also look for the right talents or 
um, develop the talents into the right way, not necessarily being very obsessed about the experience or, or the hard skills or the hard competencies, but rather look for the individuals with this kind of the right mindset, uh, mindset the learning agility, the, the learning curiosity, as well as um, the, the digital skills that we are um, desperately looking for in today's world. So, so it sounds like, um, you know, HR are going to have to develop new skills, um, you know, in this kind of new digital future. And, and how do you think organizations can, can help them? Um, because as you said, there's, you know, a change of mindset, but there's also upskilling people. So, you, you know, what are some of the things that you've seen in Conti that, um, have helped, um, the transformation of skills? One of the things that we are doing at Continental at the moment is, is the Software Academy. This is something that we started. And the idea is we know that we will need a lot of software engineers. So in today's premium car, we have over 100 million lines of code, which is more than an airplane. And this is incredible if you think about it. And we expect these kind of um, these kind of products to only increase. So therefore the need for such jobs will also increase together with that. But at the same time, we also know that from today's perspective, the education that we have, the formal education that we have is not enough to um, educate enough people as, as software engineers. So therefore we are um, trying to set up such academy to allow people um, of course, those who are already doing this job to keep their skills sharp and also to, to gain new skills or to learn new um, ways of software on the way, but at the same time, reskill some of our workforce into this area who has the affinity to this digital skills or who has the per personal interest to gain some software skills as well. Because one thing is definitely this digital skills, but the other one is we are also looking for those who are really open for, for changing or maybe reshaping their whole career, because most likely in after five years or 10 years, this is going to be needed once again. And, and, um, and do you think that, um, you know, certain jobs will disappear because of AI and digitalization? Because, um, you know, there may be some resistance to change within organizations if there's a fear about jobs disappearing. I think it's obvious some jo jobs will definitely disappear, especially those who, um, who are repetitive um, and pretty much operational that can be easily automated. These kind of jobs will definitely disappear. Um, and I think this is a very natural way of uh, the business evolving. Um, and humans has to be switching more into the decision-making processes. So data is becoming incredibly important in order to make the right decisions. And the way we collect data or generate them is, is quite automated processes. Um, if you look at the, the businesses, there are still a lot of tasks, quite repetitive, easily could be automated, but um, the cost of automating these kind of tasks is somehow high. So that's why the companies are avoiding doing this. But these costs are going down. Uh, and at the same time, AIs are becoming much more capable in terms of replacing human in these kind of tasks. But when it comes to decision making, this is an area where we do not expect, at least in, in the midterm, AI replacing human. We still need human factor when it comes to decision making. But the way we come to that point, the, the way we collect data and all the other factors that affect our um, decision, um, that will be done mostly by, by computers, by, by AI. So therefore, those kind of jobs today, mainly operational, mainly repetitive, or mainly those which generate this kind of data will definitely disappear. So that's why it's also important to keeping this in mind, knowing that especially in the production, for example, um, what we have seen in the last 
the 12 years that majority of these um, very simple tasks disappeared. Very similarly, the same process will go on. We have to ensure that we are preparing these kind of uh, people who are doing these kind of jobs that can be reskilled to do something different than today. Yeah, and I think that's that's very important in terms of you know how this is communicated as well within organisations, isn't it? Um, you know that um, that it needs to be handled very um, diplomatically and 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 well. I think the most important part is is being really transparent about this. Um, we should not really be very let's say, pessimistic in terms of expecting all these jobs will disappear in just um, a time span of two, three years. That's definitely not going to happen. But at the same time, in the mid to long term, there are some of the, the aspects of these change which is unavoidable. And if you can be quite transparent about it, and if you can offer an alternative way, in this case, I think this would be the best approach to this. So it's not saying that we are sorry, the job that you're doing is not relevant anymore, so we have to say goodbye to you. It is the job that you're doing today most probably will not be relevant after five years, so that's why we need you doing something different. So therefore, this is the transformation or this is the education or training program we offer you. Please go through it and please take a look at it and decide in which way you want to uh, redesign your career. As HR, we're, we're sort of supporting the business, but we're also supporting employees. So how, how best do you think H, can HR professionals sort of prepare ourselves for sort of managing the change that's going to be brought about by this digital future? I think some HR colleagues already trying to gain new digital skills, trying to learn new um, software, trying to learn coding, for example, uh, in order to prepare themselves for the digital age. In my opinion, the digitalization is not only about knowing how to code or not, not knowing about a, a specific software. Um, digitalization, as mentioned, is still very much related to, to mindset change. So the first thing that I would recommend the HR colleagues is to take a closer look into uh, the change management, how to remove barriers or resistance when it comes to these kind of changes. Um, and also it comes into a little bit, not only personal, it's also a little bit organizational resistance as well. So therefore it goes into the direction of um, organizational design too. So I think these are the more important parts which could be for sure followed by some uh, digital skills as well. Um, there is something what we call the digital maturity. This shows how much you embrace um, the, the digital world. So if you are someone who is rarely using your mobile phones, still doing a lot of things as we used to do years ago, it is going to be very unlikely that you will be the, the role model for the rest of the organization. So therefore, um, we expect also the HR colleagues to really embrace this digitalization, it's not going to be, um, at, at, especially at the beginning, um, wonderful. It's not going to be 100% much more um, efficient. For sure, there will be some shortcomings, but at least lead the way to the rest of the organization, uh, embracing these changes. And unfortunately, I also see in majority of the organizations, HR is, is the least digital department. And um, it, it's not possible to lead a change where you are, pretty much following the rest of the, the organization. You have to get in the lead first, you have to, to walk the talk, and you have to lead by example. So that's why I think um, if they are not really having an agenda of digitalization, this is definitely has to be in the agenda and the focus should be uh, there for the next upcoming uh, years.
Yeah, no, that's that's again good advice. And you know, what, what do you think's been the biggest impact of digitalization on your particular role? The biggest impact that I had, I felt basically, is the way um, how we look the things, especially from the outside perspective. Uh, what do I mean by this? Is uh, I think. Um, a lot of new software, a lot of new solutions are becoming available, um, which is in a very quick pace disrupting the, the regular business models. So if you look at recruitment, for example, suddenly a lot of new recruitment um, solutions are available within the market. And some companies also uh, jumped in this um, bandwagon rather quickly to check if this is going to really work for them or not. Um, or on the other side, we also saw that huge change happened. Uh, for example, learning management systems was a big thing. And then um, micro learning suddenly became much more popular. So therefore, we started to see more curated learning. Um, so this incredible fast pace is really very hard for especially big companies um, because when you come up to the decision to implement something and then to roll it out for the whole organization, you realize that this is already the old technology and something new is coming up. So I personally um, started to realize that the need for constant learning is much higher than ever before. Um, and, and sometimes if you really do not pay enough attention and if you let your focus drift away for a few months, you can easily find yourself outdated. And in my opinion, when I first started working, this was not necessarily the case with HR, uh, but now it is not only with HR, but on the whole business um, area, I do see that speed of change is, is incredibly high. And especially with the HR technologies, there is still a lot to, to do because HR technologies are quite, um, let's say, not so mature at the moment. And I do believe that there is still a lot to, to do and a lot to learn here. Yeah. And um, um, one question, because uh, many of our listeners uh, may come from the mobility field, but do you do you see an impact on companies um, expatriating employees around the world? I mean, you're an expat yourself in Dubai. Do you think this digitalization, you know, will um, impact the need to send um, people to different countries because there'll be maybe sort of more data or more control from from a central point? I think digitalization forces us uh, to become much more digitally connected. So therefore, a lot of new networks, a lot of new social um, platforms are emerging inside the company. And I think this is at the beginning or, or uh, from an initial look, it kind of feels like th this will reduce the need for having expats in different locations. Um, but in my opinion, it's going to be totally on the opposite side. I think this is, first of all, encouraging people um, to go abroad and to be away from home, as today you can easily have a um, webcam and you can have a video chat with your family. So if you are living in a different city, um, in, in your home country already, living in a different country is not necessarily that much different um, thanks to, to the digital uh, tools that we have. Um, another thing is with this digitally connected um, networks, People who do understand both sides, people who do understand different cultures will become even more, more important. Uh, so digitalization is coming up with uh, much more connectivity. And this connectivity will also create um, a lot of uh, problems because we are still carrying out a very strong cultural background from our own origins. And these different cultural backgrounds has to be 
um, merge together in a in a harmonious way. And um, in order to understand these different cultural backgrounds, you need people who have who have empathy or who who have been in both sides. So therefore, the need for people who experience different cultures, different locations um, will be even more important. And I do not really see it, especially in the short to midterm companies um, getting away from uh, this model. Yeah. Okay. No, and that, that's good to know. Um, and, and I'm sure for, for many companies, you know, expatriation is, is, is really key to sort of business growth, but, but also, you know, talking about the, the whole company culture and the way of doing things. So, um, it's good, good to hear your, your thoughts on that. So any kind of hints or tips that you could provide to us, um, in terms of, you know, going through this whole digitalization process? Maybe with my um, um, HR colleagues, there is one tip that I can share. Um, if we look at, at, especially from a business model perspective, if you look at the world today, a lot of businesses are um, either getting digital or a lot of new business models are just um, emerging that have not been there before. Um, if you think about that, majority of the companies um, that are on, on top 500 uh, may not even exist at the beginning of 19th. Um, and this, at one point, could be seen as a big risk or as a big pressure but at the same time, it could be perceived as a big opportunity as well. Uh, and I would like to um, suggest my HR colleagues to see digitalization as a big opportunity. Because if you would like to set up a new business, if you would like to go into a new area, um, for example, if you would like to produce a car, this is the best time to do because the car industry is also go going through a transformation, a disruption. So maybe 20 years ago, it would be impossible to create a new car brand to compete with, with those who have been there in the market for 100 years. But in today's world, it is actually possible because um, the, the electric mobility is foreigner to pretty much everybody. So very similar to that, this puts the HR people very much in focus and uh, in a key role that has, it, it was already a key role before, but now it's, it's much more important than ever before. Um, so therefore, um, digitalization, it's not something to be afraid of and to, to stay away and uh, be biased. It is something that needs to um, be a little bit more close to and more importantly to embrace and first prepare ourselves and also afterwards, of course, to go back to the organization um, and trying to help the organization to make this transformation as well. No, and that's that's great, um, you know, advice um, from you. And um, I mean, any any sort of final comments, um, Yunus, before we close down our session? Maybe one last thing, um, a little bit to demystify this digitalization um, in terms of digital transformation, digitization uh, around all these words and what these words really mean. Um, I think it. it when it comes to digitalization, we need to understand that digital transformation is not only digitalizing certain part um, of the business or certain uh, processes. Digital transformation is taking a look at this topic as a whole. It includes the mindset change, the behavioral change. Um, it is basically preparing your organization to, to the next level. And in order to to create a digital transformation, you have to take a holistic look into pretty much everything. Take a look at your business and see if you can digitalize this. Take a look at the business models that are not there today, but could be done thanks to the digital tools. And take a look at your organization, the way they do business, the way um, your processes are set up. Each of these processes could, could be digitalized because digitalization 
gives us a lot of opportunities uh, in terms of being much more efficient, in terms of cost cutting, but at the same time, in terms of taking a different look at these processes and by automation, reducing the errors and the mistakes. So therefore, I do consider digital transformation not only um, introduction of some uh, digital tools um, or not only digitalizing a few uh, processes, I do consider digital transformation as a whole transformation um, approach to the organization, um, which HR has to lead, but at the same time requires involvement from the whole organization. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. And um, Eunice, it's, it's been a real pleasure um, talking to you today and, um, you know, fantastic contribution that you've made. Um, you know, I think for many of us, we're still, you know, getting to grips with the whole digitalization, digital transformation age. And um, I think one thing is for sure, there'll be lots, uh, lots, more, of, uh, lots more innovation and change um, in the coming years. And um, very exciting, I think, um, to see how all of this progresses. So thanks so much for joining us. It's, um, as I said, it's been great to have you on the podcast. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it a lot. Thank you.